Hello again. Today is the feast of St. Nicholas, and so it is easier to conjure up an image of Santa Claus and invite us to remember having visions of sugar plum dancing in our heads, to paraphrase the famous poem by Clement Clark Moore. Perhaps as a child you were once mesmerized by the puppet production of Moore's famous verse, Twice the Night Before Christmas. A link to a YouTube video of this famous production is next to today's homily link. In our Western world, much is made of Santa Claus, but little is known of the real St. Nicholas. On his sacred feast day, as we begin our Advent journey, it's important to say some words about the real St. Nicholas, or as at least as much is known about him. Nicholas was certainly someone who lived out today's psalm response. I shall live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Nicholas was born during the third century in the village of Patara, in Asian Minor, that is today's Turkey. Obeying Jesus' words to sell what you own and give the money to the poor, Nicholas used the whole inheritance his wealthy parents bestowed upon him at their desk to assist the needy, the sick, and the suffering. He dedicated his life to serving God, and was made bishop of Myra while still a young man. Nicholas became known throughout the land for his generosity to those who need, his love for children, and his concern for sailors and ships. Under the Roman Emperor Diocletian, who ruthlessly persecuted Christians, Nicholas suffered for his faith, was exiled, and imprisoned. After his release, Nicholas attended the Council of Nicaea in A.D. 325 in Turkey. He died December 6, A.D. 343 in Myra and was buried in a cathedral church where a unique relic called manna formed on his grave. Several stories told Nicholas and the sea when he was young. Nicholas made a pilgrimage to the Holy Land. There as he walked where Jesus, is walk, where Jesus walked, Nicholas sought to more deeply experience Jesus' life, death, passion, and resurrection. Returning by sea, a mighty storm threatened to wreck the ship. Nicholas calmly prayed. The terrified sailors were amazed when the wind and the waves suddenly calmed, as they did in Jesus' calming of the sea. And so all the sailors were spared. And so Nicholas is the patron saint of sailors and voyagers. Others claim St. Nicholas as patron. They carry stories of his favor and protection far and wide. St. Nicholas chapels were built in many seaports. As his popularity spread during the Middle Ages, he became the patron saint of Apulia in Italy, Sicily, Greece, Lorraine, France, and many cities in Germany, Austria, Switzerland, Italy, Russia, Belgium, and the Netherlands. Following his baptism, Grand Prince, Prince Vladimir I in, brought in Russia St. Nicholas stories and devotion to him, to his homeland, and where Nicholas became the most beloved saint. Nicholas was so widely revered that thousands of churches were named for him, including 300 in Belgium, 34 in Rome, 23 in the Netherlands, and more than 400 in England. Widely celebrated in Europe, St. Nicholas's feast day keeps alive the stories of his goodness and generosity. 
in Germany and Poland, boys dress as bishops, begging alms for the poor, and sometimes for themselves. In the Netherlands and Belgium, St. Nicholas arrives on his steamship from Spain to ride a white horse on his gift-giving rounds. December 6th is still the main day for gift-giving and merrymaking much of Europe. For example, in the Netherlands, St. Nicholas is celebrated on the 5th, the eve of the day, by sharing candies thrown in the door, chocolate initial letters, small gifts, and riddles. Dutch children leave carrots and hay in their shoes for the saint's horse, hoping St. Nicholas will exchange them for small gifts. Simple gift-giving and early advent helps preserve a Christmas Day focus on the Christ child. So folks, you wonder, how did St. Nicholas become associated with Santa Claus? Well, after the Reformation, devotion to St. Nicholas disappeared in all the Protestant countries of Europe, except Holland, where his legend persisted as Sinterklaas, a Dutch variant of the name St. Nicholas. Dutch colonists took this tradition with them to New Amsterdam, that is now New York City. Sinterklaas was adopted by the country's English-speaking majority under the name of Santa Claus, and his legend as, as a kindly old man was united with old Nordic folk tales of a magician who punished naughty children and rewarded good children with presents. The resulting image of Santa Claus in the United States became crystallized then in Clement Moore's verse, "'Twas the night before Christmas." One final note. Some of you may know that the only church destroyed at the 9-11 tragedy was Nicholas's Greek Orthodox Church. Located nearby Ground Zero, the church's edifice was completely destroyed. Last year, however, a new St. Nicholas Church was constructed from the ruins. As you will see from the link next to today's homily, the new St. Nicholas is modeled after the famous Hagia Sophia in Istanbul. As one commentator notes, quote, among the building's signature features is its transparent dome and wall that light up at night and give the entire building a warm glow. It represents a beacon that dispels the darkness and humanity of our world, reminding visitors of the light that faith and goodness provide, unquote. And so, folks, you might say that the devotion to this great saint represents the true spirit of Christmas, for the spirit of St. Nicholas, or St. Nick, is the gift who keeps on giving.